Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome back, educators. I am so excited to be here with you. I want to say before we get started with this episode, if you have not downloaded this amazing free tool that I have available to you, it's called the Ultimate Guide to a Successful School Year. Now, I know we're coming in on the second half of the school year, and you're probably thinking the school year's already started. I don't need this. This is a great guide that will walk you through how you can build confidence for this remainder of the school year. It provides you with basic steps and things that are easy to implement. To download this guide, go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash ultimate guide. We are going to start off today's episode with our reflection question. This one is really simple and you should be able to answer it almost immediately. Our reflection question for today is, do you struggle with finding resources? If so, why? Take a moment to reflect on this question, think about it, and remember to answer this question honestly with yourself. I want you to listen to this episode and I want you to really be thinking about this reflection question. It's a little bit more than going to Teachers Pay Teachers and typing in something. It's more about being effective with the resources that you do find. Now, if you're like me, you may be able to relate to this, but I'm curious to know, have you ever spent your entire planning period searching or scanning the internet for resources? This is the biggest struggle that most teachers have when it comes to supporting language learners. When speaking to educators like yourself, they consistently say that they are constantly on this hamster wheel when it comes to looking for resources for their students. Day after day, I hear this from uh, teachers. A lot of them share stories of being overwhelmed because there are just really too many resources to choose from. Yes, you've heard me correctly. (laughs) There are too many resources. Then there are educators who don't know where to start when it comes to finding resources for their language learners. This leads me to share with you some common mistakes when finding resources for your language learners. And I will share with you how you can fix those mistakes. Let's dive into the first mistake. The first mistake educators make when looking for resources is not using a curriculum map to guide them in finding those resources. A curriculum map is an overview of what you're going to be teaching for the year. Curriculum maps break down what you're teaching for the month and in some cases, what you're teaching for the week. A lot of times ESL teachers feel that they don't need a curriculum map. They don't need that guide. I want to say I strongly disagree. We all need a curriculum map, even if it's one that you've just designed for yourself for the school year. A curriculum map will help you in finding resources for your students. So the fix is really simple. 
Using a curriculum map when researching for your students or searching resources for your students will simplify and guide you through that process of finding resources for your language learners. I'm just going to throw this in here as a bonus. You're probably thinking, well, where do I get a curriculum map from? How do I make a curriculum map? I have some great resources that you can use if you need to. So I have some great resources that you can use if you need to. You will simply need to go to courses.myadventuresinesl.com. Also, I do have a free curriculum guide for ESL teachers that teach middle grades. You would just go to myadventuresinesl.com to download that guide. You can also design one yourself. It doesn't have to be really fancy. You can just create a date, the dates, what you're going to teach for the week, what standards you're going to hit. So it doesn't have to be an overly extravagant curriculum guide, but that will help you when it's looking time for you to look for resources for your students. Let's move on to the second mistake that I noticed. The second mistake that I see a lot of educators make when searching for resources is not having a list of places to look for resources when they're searching. For example, you're looking for resources on 15 different websites instead of having a select few. Looking through so many websites can be over overwhelming. Personally, I have three websites I consistently go to find resources to support my lessons. Each one serves a very specific purpose. For example, this year I'm teaching kindergarten, so I need a place to go for kindergarten resources. My favorite place to go for kindergarten resources, and I'm tending to lean on a lot, is Scholastic Teachables because it has a huge catalog of worksheets and activities for kindergarten, especially things like sight words, paragraph and sentence writing for some of my um, older students as well. I lean on Scholastic Teachables for. On the flip side, when it comes to my upper grades, like the fourth, fifth, and sixth graders that I'm teaching, and when I taught middle school, I really didn't use Scholastic Teachables for their resources because I didn't feel like they were, they were as authentic as I needed them to be. Therefore, for my upper grades, I either create the resources myself or I go to one of my favorite teacher pay teacher stores um, for those resources. So this is also a very simple fix. Take a moment to think about what you need in terms of resources. Then the next step is to find resources, websites, and products that fit that need. This may take some trial and error, but you will quickly find out what products out there, what websites out there fulfill that need, especially if you kind of constantly finding yourself going back to the same resources. The third mistake that educators make is not using age-appropriate resources for their language learners. I know, this one can be a little bit touchy. I want to start off by saying that I understand and I am very aware that some language learners may be below grade level in certain areas. However, when I'm looking for resources, I'm very mindful about how the resource looks and the rigor of that resource. If I have a class of eighth graders, I tend to avoid, and I'm doing like air quotes here, uh, kitty looking resources. It may be a wonderful resource, but if the students see little baby clip art and photos, they tend to shut down. 
I, and this is just a personal note, um, I've even had some teachers re- reach out to me on my teacher pay teacher store and say, hey, Millie, um, can you white out the grade levels? Can you change the grade levels on some of these items? Because I don't want my middle schoolers to see that this is a fifth grade or sixth grade resource just for the same reason that I mentioned. They don't want them to see it's fifth grade and they shut down, even though they may need the fifth grade vocabulary. So that are some options to think about and when you're trying to find resources. Now, this is also a quick fix that you can do. So when you're looking for resources and you find them, ask yourself some guiding questions. The first one that you can ask yourself is, how will my students feel about the clip art and the photos in this resource? Will this resource provide a productive struggle for my students? So is it going to be too easy for them? Is it going to be too difficult for them? Or is it going to be just enough struggle to where they can move to the next level? My goal for today's episode is to provide you with some guidance on how to search and find resources for your language learners. Here are your next action steps. The first one, brainstorm your current needs in your classroom. Really think about what your students need. This is something I had to do recently coming into this new semester. A lot of my students are um, a part of AR and they're really struggling with their reading goals. So I had to really think about what do they need from me? You know, what is some current needs? And what they need from me is for me to read an additional book to them each week and we do a reading response activity. And with that reading response activity, I had to go out and I had to find age appropriate resources for them. So really think about and brainstorm what is something that your students need in your classroom. The next step is find your two to three go-to resources that fit their current need. So really be thinking about this is the need that I have Where are some places that I can go, two to three, not 15, (laughs) that, that fit that need that I can constantly pull from, that I can say, hey, this is my go to place that I can pull from? The third thing that I encourage you to do is evaluate your current resources for for making sure or to make sure that they're age appropriate and that they're rigorous enough for your students. You don't want them to be too easy. You don't want them to be too difficult. You just want them to be just right and provide that productive struggle. So I'm going to close out today's episode with a question and I want you to think about it, brainstorm it, share it in our community on Facebook, My Adventures in ESL, or you can share in the comments of the blog. But here is the question of the day. What are your go-to resources? Please share. Do you like learning A to Z? Do you like scholastable teachables like I do? Do you have a favorite website that you constantly go to? What are your go-to resources? I want to thank you for joining me for today's episode, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com, for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.